This is Rita Hernandez, Gilbert Granados, and you're listening to Play With a Plan Radio Show. Hello, San Antonio and everybody around the world. This is Rita Hernandez, Gilbert Granados, and Gilbert, we are back here at Chipo Science Business Consulting Services at your amazing location. Just always glad to be back here every Friday at 11.30 a.m. for the Play With the Plan radio show. And of course, I always have to start off the show with um, sharing some great things about Gilbert and his business and everything that he does. I don't know if anybody out there that are listening, uh, again, we want to start off by telling you to grab pen and paper because there's going to be so many great and amazing things that we'll be sharing with you this morning. But if you're not following me on Facebook, I'm actually maxed out. So you can still follow me, but you can't friend me. You can friend some up. I have two other pages. But get on my Facebook. Right now I'm kind of doing a thing where I'm highlighting and showcasing some amazing people in my life and really, really putting my heart into the post of how these people are making an impact in my life. And of course, I don't know if you read right now, I put a huge post about Adiba, one of my co-producers and radio co-hosts for Inspiration for Life radio show. And she read it and then she messaged me. She's like, Rita, you just made me cry. And it's one of those things that if somebody is really touching my heart and making a difference, I will let you know. So I'm also going to post something about Gilbert, but I, I want to share that with you right now on the air live, first time ever, exclusive <laughs> on, on how awesome you really are. And um, this is how my post would go. <clears throat> okay, no, I'm just kidding. It's one of those things right now in my life that the journey that I'm taking, I have literally taking the leap of faith and one thing that has always stuck to my heart and in my mind and I look at this poster every day I come in here is courage I've always been doing what I've been doing pretty much all my life but in 2005 um, you know started doing elite fitness and wellness as the business doing training Zumba massage all that great stuff relaunched in 2009 as inspiration for life but mainly just using my heart and never really put the business aspect of it because I was too afraid to ask, too afraid to think, oh, well, if I ask for money, then they're going to think it's all about money, which it isn't. So I just kept doing and doing and doing and giving and giving and giving. But in reality, a lot of that can hurt you and hurt your family when you do those kind of things. So when I met up with Gilbert, as a matter of fact, just the the last part of 2015, I mean, I've known of Gilbert for a very long time. We've done some stuff with, with him uh, for some other events, but really getting to know Gilbert, sitting down with him, and it was just one of those things in approaching and talking to him about, you know, video and sponsoring. But then we really talked about the Play With The Plan radio show and uh, business consulting. And when I came in and really kind of learned all about that, and again, the reason why I'm sharing all this with you all is because I need you all to listen. I need you all to come in and meet with Gilbert, whether it's a one-on-one, just to sit down and get the understanding of what it is to change your life, but not just change your life, but change your life in your business. Because this is where I'm at right now in this short amount of time from, um, as a matter of fact, with 2016, we're just in March, you know, March the 4th, with inspiration for life we're leaps and bounds of where where we should have been years ago but because i didn't have that courage or that strength and really believing in myself 
in the business aspect, but I knew in the community aspect, the community outreach, the media, the radio, I was there for everybody. But then when I turned around and I needed them, where were they? They weren't there. So it's just an understanding that we need to instill in everybody's lives to put the value on yourself and believe in yourself. And I thank you, Gilbert, for instilling that in me in my life, for helping changing who I am and really putting that value on not just inspiration for life, but also Rita Hernandez. So I want to thank you for that. Wow. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. Yes. Very important stuff. So again, everybody make some time to come and visit with Gilbert, um, get your free consultation, sit with him one-on-one. And as a matter of fact, I will be out at Walmart today on Vance Jackson from one to three, and I'll be setting up tent, you know, with the radio station and play with the Planet radio show, passing out some cards and everything else that we do with inspiration for life. So I'll be out there spreading the word. All right. You got your calendar actions making it happen, yes, don't you? Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you a picture. I was like, I have everything ready to go, matching up. Everything is to a T, Gilbert. Just to let you know, we we do have a uh, thank you so much, Rita. And, yes. and this is something we talked about in the past. Uh, but you have vision, you have goals. And as long as your calendar and your actions match your vision and your goals, and you're going to accomplish what mm-hmm. you want. So Rita, she got her calendar and, and she makes sure it's full because if, if you don't have your calendar and actions uh, matching your goals, then it's just not going to happen, right? You, you got your goals up here, but if your calendar your actions are down here, it's just not going to happen by osmosis. You got you have salespeople out there thinking, my goals are up there, but their calendar actions are low. It's just not going to occur. So mm-hmm. she's got it going on. Yes. And, and it's a direct reflection based on that. Um, so, hey, listen, I, I tell you, we're going to talk about Put Your Dreams to the Test. That's a book that John Maxwell has, and um, the, it's about clarity. And But before I go into that, I, w- I want to introduce a uh, an individual that I have met uh, last year. He's part of the North Chamber of Commerce that I met, as well as he's part of the uh, uh, Embajadores, which is the um, a group that goes out there and visits with business owners as they're doing uh, ribbon cutting, uh, grand openings, etc. But we talked a little bit briefly, and, and as more and more as I talked to him, he started talking to me about just what he does in reference to professional development, in which he uh, is uh, big into that, and he's he's somebody that that I know a lot about, which is a huge, huge mentor in, in part of what I do, which is John Maxwell. And so I want to um, introduce Rick Garza, his name. He's a manager with Time Warner Business Class, in which uh, he, he's big in the professional development, just with you visiting with him. But he's going to also be our guest, and he's going to talk about what he does and, and things about what he does in professional development, as well as what he does within his business. And he'll chime in from time to time. So I want to make sure I, I give him a good introduction and, and me personally, thank you for being here, and uh, I appreciate you being with us in our audience. Play with a plan radio show. This is our number fifteenth, so you're in number fifteen, Rick. I'm honored. Thank you very much. My pleasure. So, uh, is he on? Mike is on. I can, okay, good. I can hear myself. All right, perfect. All right, so Mike, I mean Rick, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. We Rita. Rita is a neat lady. And so you'll you'll see that she'll make you feel very very comfortable. She does me so I still Thank you. I still feel like uh, I'm learning, but she makes me feel like uh, I've got it down a little bit. So thank right. you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So would you like me to introduce and kind of get a little bit of a background? Why don't you? You sure. bet. Sure. Jump my, into it. Yeah. So my name is Rick Garza, and I'm a sales leader at Time Warner Cable Business Class. But I wear a couple of other hats. I'm also a husband of one wife. 
four kids, uh, wonderful kids. Barbara's my wife, and uh, I got four, two boys, and my last two were twin girls. Just loving life and just enjoying what I do, and realizing that uh, I'm here for a purpose with Time Warner Cable, and it's not just to retire quota, but to to make a difference in in everything that I do to uh, to fulfill the the mission that I have in my life. Very good. So you have four kids. You have you you said you have twins, huh? Yeah, the last two are twin girls, Cassie and Sierra. Mm-hmm. Very and then nice. my boys, Jeremiah's 27 and Matthew's 25. And the twins again, how old are they? 20. 20, okay. Yeah. Oh, my. So you, they're all out of the household as far as two, two high school. Out, yeah, two are out uh, married and living close to the house, and the twin girls are going to Northwest Vista and still living at home. So cool. all's, all is well. Well, good. I have uh, one living at home going to Northwest Vista as well. So maybe they know, know each other. Possible. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. You never know. Yeah. Well, listen. Thanks a lot. Um, we're gonna we're gonna um, get a little bit more into what you do. And for just about the first segment, I'm gonna uh-huh. talk a little bit about put your dreams to the test. Okay. Absolutely. And then we'll bring you back up. Okay, Rick. Sure. All right. All right. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about the book in the uh, second chapter to be specific. It's uh, put your dreams to the test, and it's on clarity. And you want to start each day with intentionality. And in the day with accountability. And what I mean that is, is intentionality. You start your day with the things that you know you need to do, the revenue-producing activities. At the end of the day, that's when you're not as refreshed, right? You're a little bit, you, you've been making it happen during the course of the day in the morning time. But at the end of the day, you can do more of the warm and fuzzy stuff, more of the uh, accountability. How did your day go? Because you want to assess a little bit of how it went. Because that's more just accountability, giving you a report card. That's truly in a high-performance environment, in a high-performance environment. That's where things are really occurring on purpose instead of by accident. So that's more of just the thing of start each day with intentionality and end the day with accountability. So accountability is is within yourself many a times. All right, if one of my, um, in one of my full-day training I do... That, that I have that goes really good with Put Your Dreams to the Test. It's a program that I have for a full day. And the subject is called Blueprint for Success. And basically, it's the, exactly that. You get to discover where you want to go. You want to create the plan where you want to go. Because you can't, you can't just go not knowing where you want to go. Right, you want to have an idea of a vision of just where you're going. So that's a discovery process, and then you go into as far as a create, meaning is how are we going to get there? That's the action part, and the achieve is you know what we're going to do. What are the specific things that we need to do? So more of just discover, create, and achieve. Well, ultimately, that's what we want to do is accomplish what we want to do is the achievement. We we want to hit that. So in covering five topics that brings us everything together. In, in the blueprint for success, and I'm waving it right here. I'll take a picture of it, and, and it's a neat thing that I got within the uh, John Maxwell team is putting things together. Somebody just stuck. You know, I have a dream, but I really don't know how to put it all together. I, I don't know how to achieve what I want to do. So then stepping this out is, is one is the purpose. Who are you designed to be? But I always talk about the beast mode. And the beast mode is more of a mindset, Rick, mm-hmm. and, and Rita's heard that, is the beast mode is B-E, you can only be yourself, right? right? You can't be anybody else. You be yourself. And, and that's the neat thing about God is he didn't make no mistakes whenever he created us. So we be ourself. 
professional development that helps you to be the best you can be. So be yourself. Be as good as you can. The A part is action the, in the beast mode. A is action. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then as, as far as on that, and then S is sales. Sales. It starts inside you first. Because you got to sell yourself first. Right. Because if you don't sell yourself, you can't sell anybody else. It comes out in your actions and in your words. And then T is trust the process. It takes time to do what we got to do to get better. So in there is we in in this uh, blueprint for success is the purpose is you know, is that who you designed to be. The vision is what does it look like? Because in order to set the the parameters the actions the the ideas of what we need to do we need to have an idea of the vision what is it going to look like whenever we get there that's what's so neat about a dreamer the dreamer's seen it already they visionize they visioned it they see it they believe it is more of a reality person is ah we can't do it you know that's the neat thing about a dreamer is is they've already been there because they dream it so many times and the cool thing about dreaming is is it allows us to always have somewhere to go and that's the neat thing don't stop dreaming destroy the bs which is the bogus story that you can't do it that's more of internal that's within your mind you know just just destroy that that's that intruder thing is saying is i you can't do it your friends saying you can't do it no, you kick that intruder out of your mind and say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. And this is how we're going to do it. That's those little thoughts that go through our mind every day. It's either telling us good or bad. Are we moving forward or are we moving back? We want to always be falling forward. Is The passion is your fuel. Right. You know that, That's what keeps you going. That's the passion. And the plan is strategically aligning your purpose and your vision with a plan. So just more breaking it out. That's more in the thing in the blueprint for success is breaking it down to helping somebody achieve their vision. Very, very, it, very interesting. Extremely. It helps in so much in so many different ways. Um, all right. The clarity question. This is in going back to put your dreams to the test. The closer you get to the goal, which is your dream, the clearer it gets. Don't wait for perfect clarity, you know, because if you're waiting for clarity, it's not going to come out. You, 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 what you, your actions as you move in towards your vision, you'll gain clarity as you go. You gain clarity as you go. So it's like a sailboat mentality is you're waiting for the wind to be perfect, right? As opposed to a speedboat, you just turn that key and you just get going. And so it, you don't want to be more of a speedboat, uh, uh, a sailboat mentality, waiting for the wind to, to be perfect because you, most likely or sometimes is that wind just may not be ever perfect so you don't have to uh you don't have to wait for its crystal crystal clear to get started all right clarity will only come until you get closer to the goal be more interested in clarity than more uncertainty meaning uncertainty is is i i gotta wait till i'm certain wait i gotta wait till everything is perfect for me to get going and that's the scary part right there is you overanalyze. I'm sure you heard that is you what? Mm-hmm. If you overanalyze too much is you, you'll, you'll freeze yourself into doing something, right? That's right. And so more looking at that, it just understand. You, and, you, and the neat thing of when you're working with salespeople, sometimes they just got to know the product so much before they go actually go make the phone call or actually go on the appointment. And, and so they're more of just, just hurting themselves because they'll gain the confidence through practice. And, and that's the action part. 
All right, so as we go on, is that, here's a neat thing in the book in Chapter 2. They had a, a story called the Michael Wyatt story. And Michael basically at the time was an associate publisher of the Nelson Book Company. And the pub, all of a sudden is the publisher of the company, which, which is Nelson, he decided, I'm going to retire. I'm going to resign my position. And Michael Wyant was the associate publisher in this company. And so all of a sudden is he was invited to become the publisher of the company that he was employed with for so many years. And the neat thing on this story is, 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 is crazy but neat is he had run a department not knowing that the department he was running was not profitable. Doesn't make sense, right? The employees were not were underperforming, not paying attention to the indicators, which is the report card. And you know, sometimes that happens to ourselves personally. Is Mike said things could not have become so worse. You know, things could not have become, you know, the way it appeared so so bad. It, it was going bad. However, as the new publisher now, he had said. I recognize that things could not have been better for me. Now he's the publisher, and at least he knows that information, where before he didn't know that, which doesn't make sense, but he was not the publisher and was maybe not privy to some of the information that he found out once he got reports back. So that information sometimes you can see is, is I'm glad I know it. You know, I'm, I'm glad I have it so I can put it to good use. And sometimes in a business or in a uh, running department or having salespeople, you have a report card but not really paying attention to the report card and, and letting you know about the indicators are really going on. So is, is he, he, um, he takes his turnaround. He takes this and, and he turned around the business. And what did he do? He had... He, he went off on his side, and he, ha- and he worked on a clear vision. And the clear vision in his mind is, what do I want this business, this company, this publishing company to look like? Really, what do I want it to look like, and what are the strategies they're gonna, that I need to put into place in order to accomplish this vision? If you don't have a clear vision, you know, the, there's no strategy will save you. You know, you can have a strategy, but if there's no vision where you're going, that is, you know, just going and going and going. And that's one more of just being in the business as opposed to being on the business. Uh, and that's more on the Michael Gerber, uh, the e-myth is more being on it instead of in it. Because sometimes you can be in it and you can't see the forest when you're among the trees. You know, you're just doing it and thinking things are going well, but you're among the trees and you're just... It's just not going in the right direction as opposed to on it and having a bird's eye view of the business. You can see really where it's going. So that's more of a visionary type men- mentality. So anyway, take a little bit of a, a, a chat break. What, what are you thinking of just some of the things I've, I've spoke about in any one of you guys on on some of the things? Well, the, the thing that really you know stands out to me as you're, as you're talking is you have to have a purpose, and the purpose is what what is the underlying foundation that drives everything and if if you don't have that underlying foundation then you are very likely to either be misdirected or or many times give up right thinking that you're not going where you're supposed to go because you haven't defined it and as long as you know what that one thing is and you focus on the one thing uh, and until you do it everything else is a distraction then eventually you're uh, your activities, your lead indicators will drive the results you're going for. If you focus on the results, you're going to get frustrated. But if you can measure what you're doing to get the results, then you can start to look at your report card at the, the right 
uh, activities. Yeah, that sounds good. You know, one thing is I, I had heard a long time ago is, is uh, the keys in driving uh, in a high-performance environment is the key to s- success would be is knowledge plus action, mm-hmm. right? You, you, you know what you know, but if you don't have the action to right. be able to fix the problem, then you obviously are going nowhere. I'm wondering, my mic's on? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, I want to kind of give some insight a little bit um, about the way Inspiration for Life runs. We have different programs. So it's kind of hard to just focus on one thing. But the best part about it is that we have team members that I can kind of direct and saying, hey, you focus on this, you focus on this, you focus on this. Now I have an event planner, so I don't have to be doing everything. <laughs> you know, so it's one of those things that Inspiration for Life, we get called on so many different projects and events and community service, community outreach and everything. And before I used to be the one to do it all. And yeah, you know what? It did kind of drive me crazy and trying to meet all the needs and be there for everybody. And and again, you have to be realistic, you know, be clear on your goals and be clear on what needs to be done, but also have other people to assign these things so that you can not just kick back, but be the founder, be the person with the vision, mission, and purpose to make sure it maintains that. So I agree with you, Gilbert. Yeah, and, and I'd say my my whole purpose and, and what I do with Time Warner, and, and I've told my bosses, is to work myself out of a job. And not that I get let go, but I've done enough to develop the team that it frees me up to do things that are more strategic and have a bigger mm-hmm. impact for the team. And, and I know that they're being developed and running the business the way it needs to be run. Yes. That's good. You're, you you got more of the mindset of obviously is um, intentional, which is the leadership mindset. You you lead you lead yourself first. You lead others, and then you lead leaders. Right. And you can you can you you can have success real fast by yourself, but you go a long way with others. You go a long long way with Absolutely. others. Absolutely. And that's equipping part, like you said, is mm-hmm. is uh, you're equipping your people which sells people to be able to have the mindset, be able to have the skill sets in order to be successful. And, and many, many a times is it takes time. And, and sometimes somebody doesn't want to invest in that time to develop somebody. But once they're developed and they have the courage, the confidence is a, a huge, huge things occur with the strength of a team, like you mentioned, uh, uh, Rita, earlier. I am sure so many of you guys have uh, understand that Michael Wyant story that I just talked about, and and I'm sure you've had a moment, you know, like that in your business or your department or in the past. I know I have, and said, "Wow, you know, why didn't I know what was going on? And if I knew what was going on, is why didn't I make some adjustments?" And we all go through that. Sure. I mean, sheesh, we're human beings. Uh, another example could look you could say is is the 911 situation that occurred a while back, right? You know, who would have believed, you know, we, we would thought we were safe, right? But all of a sudden, if something like that happened, is all of a sudden we're, we're scared. You know, and, and, and there probably were indicators there somewhere. We don't know about it, but there probably was. And, and, and something like that is just showing that we need to be prepared. You know, have a mindset of just being prepared and, and having some uh, um, solutions if there's something were to happen. So I got some things I'm going to talk about, six things, okay, is um, – Become broody aware of where you are. And sometimes we just don't want to know where we are. We, we just say we're doing good and we're just self-limiting thoughts and just saying, you know, I'm doing okay. But but God made us to be able to do so many amazing things. And self-reflecting allows us to say, "Is hey, you know what? I see my numbers and I can, I can do better. I can do better. I can dream. It's okay to dream 
If you're 70 years old, 80 years old, 30 years old, 20 years old, just don't stop dreaming. You know, reflect and, and, and always have somewhere where you want to go. Because when we don't dream, then we have nowhere where we're going. And so it helps in bringing things together. Just be brutally honest, regardless of what age we are. Self-reflect and have a dream. Perspective really matters. Hey, I understand my situation, but I recognize things could not be better. Uh, what I mean is, you know what the situation that makes it good. It's better not knowing. You cannot have a problem without an opportunity. You cannot have an opportunity without a problem. It's okay to wrestle with your dream. It's it's either a blessing or a curse. It's either a blessing or a curse. You know, as as long as you know what's going on is, you can make it a blessing, or you can make it stop you and not want to move forward, and that becomes a curse. But a lot of it has to do with just the courage within what we have. And the vision is, if, if the vision is so strong, and that's what we want to do, use that to fuel the fire to do what you want to do, what you got to do. And it's always inside of us. It's never somebody else makes you do it. The leader always sees is, I got to, everything rises and falls on leadership. On leadership, right. Right. The leader always sees that. It's not somebody made me stop. Somebody put something in me. Don't use that as a reason to not do what you want to do, your dream. Okay? Outside influences are always going to be there. Yeah, and I'd like to say something there because when I talk to, to people and folks that are in sales, I said, you know, it's real easy to have kids who are in athletic competitions and tell them you need to practice, you need to listen to the coach, you need to – be out there when no one else is watching so when the game time comes you're better than the others but something happens when you grow up and become an adult and you lose the mindset of now you're a professional sales athlete and if you have the mindset of a sales athlete then what do you do well you have a coach you listen to them you read the books you invest in yourself you do all the fundamentals that no one likes to do you you run the bleachers you you know you get up early in the morning and all of that happens when no one is watching so when it's game time it really counts right and so you you try to teach people if you're a sales athlete how prepared would you be if you were about to enter a game and you had to compete with the greatest that are out there yeah that's beautiful and that's your daily habits mm-hmm. like you said is is what are you doing whenever there's nobody around right there's no spectators and that's your daily habits what's going on within your mind is drives you that's good that's a good story that that's a good way to put it you know would you say professional athlete professional sales athlete, athlete. Yeah. yeah and and anything you would expect a tiger wood to do or a you know professional boxer or runner they eat right they sleep right they hang around with people who are better than they are right and they always are trying to excel and the people around them actually encourage them to do better rather than holding them back exactly yeah and um and you know it's it's funny because one of the things that for me and all my life I've always been that person that was non-competitive. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's okay. You go ahead. You take the ring. You 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 take it, and I'll just kind of sit back and and watch. But again, lately, you know, with everything that's been happening, it is a competitive world out there, very competitive, and I had to kind of embrace that. But because people already know who I am and what I do and my heart and how I help the communities and help the people, 
I no longer have to be afraid because right. it's like I don't have to sell myself. I don't have to go out there and kind of put the whole thing of, of who I am and what I do. And they really see the passion behind what I do. And that's what really helps. So the competitive part, put your, what I say, put your big girl pants on and get out there and get it. Get it done. <laughs> well, well, at the same time, the technology in the world has changed so much mm-hmm. that if you're not willing to adapt it and invest in the tools that are out there, you're going to be left behind. And, yes. and I, I can, I can, I picture I was sitting in front of my, of a dry cleaner at seven in the morning, waiting for them to open. I needed to order a printer for my office. So open up my smartphone, went to amazon.com, looked at a couple of ratings, hit purchase all before the dry cleaner opened. And you think about what I just did that revolutionized the way you buy and sell mm-hmm. and, and make a profit. And if you don't recognize those changes that are going on and use those tools to help you, you're, you're going to be looking back going, what happened? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. yeah, you can be versatile. you got to have your eyes and ears open and seeing what's going on out there in the marketplace because it's ever-changing. That marketplace is ever-changing in regard to what we do. Number three is, is your dream compelling? Do people understand your dream? The story, I, I got a story of a preacher, okay? All of a sudden is, okay, he's got a fundraise. He got he, he has some pews there that are just getting old and old and old. And and he's thinking is, okay, I got to fundraise some money to get me some new pews for my church. But all of a sudden is, as he's looking at this, is he's not seeing that his people that he needs to encourage to help him to raise money for the pews are not understanding the vision. So as he started to think back and said, okay, can you imagine if we had new paint in my church, new carpet to go along with the pews, now how all this looks like, and he's painting the vision, the picture of how all of it comes together. So more of an analogy of just painting a picture of, of what it'll look like, what it, what, how we'll act like, Whenever we have our new pews, this is a story in the book in which he went on to raise $200,000 with a compelling story. Correct. With a compelling story. So you can use that analogy, that idea, just in whatever we do, you know, in in what we're doing in our work of business that we're doing. And, And do we have a compelling enough story to be able to have others wanting to follow what we're doing? Because we've got to sell. Yep. And we got to have something out there that somebody wants to be attracted to to be able to do it. So the more just understanding the compelling story is so critical in, in explaining your dream. So um, is it clear enough? Yes. Yeah, and, and, and I think what, what you need to do is, again, that underlying mission statement. You know, I, I challenge people, do they really know what the mission statement is of the company they work for, and could they repeat it verbatim? Yeah. And then if they could repeat it, do they really understand it? And so I went and had created my own personal mission statement a while back, and it's kind of like that true north. Uh, every decision you make, you look at the mission statement and see if it lines up with where you want to go. And, uh, you know, it, it it helps you to stay true to your, your mission. And I'd like to share it with you if I could. Please. Yeah, because it, it, uh, it encompasses my whole life, right? So... My mission is to lead a life which is a heritage. So it's something you want to pass on. So my mission is to lead a life which is a heritage that I can pass on to my family and friends based upon my character 
and my faith in Christ. So I either have family or friends, and whether I'm two miles away from the house or 2,000 miles away, I ask myself, are these decisions that I want to pass on to my family and friends? And if they're not, don't do it because you're going you're gonna to create a legacy of things that really matter and base it on character, which is who you are when you think no one is watching, and, and faith in Christ. And those two, those two pillars have helped me to, no matter what I'm doing, help me stay due north and, and make the right, the right decisions. That's that's amazing and that's mm-hmm. good it, because that right there allows you to channel your actions and in, in whoever you're building your team mm-hmm. towards that mission statement of what you just mentioned. Right. So if it doesn't, if it goes against the grain, that's not where we're going. So it allows you to make better decisions. Sure. Right. Based on your life. And, and if you take that, what you just said, Rick, is neat, is in a business. Right. Is is we're looking at it and we're making decisions. If it's not going towards your mission statement, then we don't make that decision to go that way. That's right. So it helps you to uh, make better decisions, and that's a that's beautiful. That that's really good. Many people mm-hmm. don't have a uh, a mission statement personally. Um, all right. So as we go on, number four is get away and be quiet. That's hard to do. I like doing that. Um, I, I can have, you know, go my have lunch and just be by myself or go park somewhere and just think and reflect and, and go over things as far as what I need to do so I can make a good decision. Um, because i got to ask myself some questions. And, you know, what do I really, 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 really want? Because what I really want, hopefully, I ha- has the vision of where I'm going and, and I have the inspiration i have the desire i have the passion to go that direction and look at it within yourselves is because that's what drives us that's our fuel is is our 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 vision our mission like you mentioned rick of where we want to go but we got to get aside and we got to think about these things is what do i really 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 want um all right so as we go on here is number five is get a clear picture of where you are currently and that tells you sometimes is like mm, ouch that's not where i want to be but i'm accepting where i'm where i am right now but don't have to accept that's a neat thing you don't have to accept where you are you can move forward and but it takes steps to put your dreams to the test take some clarity you know and, and just really finding out what is that dream that you want to do because so many people says I want to do something, but really they don't know how to break it down and really apply it. And how am I going to get there? But first, you can't put a, an action plan to go somewhere where you don't know where you want to go. You want to know a vision. You want to have an idea where you're going, really where you're going. And then you have the action plan to get there. So it just matter just understanding that. Um, all right. So number six is a clear, compelling big dream and continuous reminders you know where are you putting them somewhere so you can remind you you know this is my dream this is what i want to do it's so bad i prayed about it you know have you posted it putting it in places that allows you to say okay this is where i want to go this is what i'm going to do it takes time to do this but the neat thing is is the dream is what gives us the passion to do what we got to do and that's right out here on the book on chapter two is put your dreams to the test all right so maybe right now we can take a, a break a quick break and we'll come back 
and we'll keep chatting on Put Your Dreams to the Test. Yes, we're going to take a quick song break, and we will be right back. And we're back, San Antonio and everybody around the world. This is Rita Hernandez. Gilbert Granados. Yes, Gilbert, we're back, and I am really, really excited because of all the great things that you've been sharing. Um, very knowledgeable, and I guess, again, we're hoping that everybody's been taking notes because I see our, our special guest is taking a lot of notes over here and, you know, very informative stuff, so... Um, and again, we encourage you to take advantage of this opportunity for the Play With the Plan radio show because we want to help you. We want to help um, share all the tidbits. These are just tidbits because the real, the real McCoy, the real thing is when you come in and meet with Gilbert and kind of uh, sit down with him and, and get through all the information um, and how this can change your life. Uh, but also, you know, with the special guests kind of chiming in and sharing their thoughts about uh, the Play With The Plan radio show and also with my experiences and the do's and don'ts and, and what I have learned throughout my life and so forth. So that's the, the number one thing that uh, we're here to uh, inspire you in, in, in changing your life and, and making this a big part of your life because it is a huge part of mine. So let's get into our special guests or finish up yeah. with uh, with your notes. Gilbert. We'll get into our special guests. Let's okay. do that. And thanks for the segue, Rita. Like always, you're there. Hey, Rick, yes. talk to us. Talk to us a little bit about what professional development means to you and what you've done. Well, you know, I heard, and I, I can't tell you who told me this, but uh, I've listened, heard it many times. It may have been Jim Rohn, but he said, the greatest investment you'll ever make is in yourself. And whether w- whether that is in the technology, in the tools, in your health, in in your mental awareness, in your relationships, uh, they're all critical. And if you're waiting for someone else to do the investing, uh, it's not going to happen. Yeah, so you can't wait on other people, but you have to invest in yourself. And so, by doing that, uh, I've become a much more passionate reader than I than I ever was. And where I used to enjoy going to Barnes and Nobles, getting a cup of coffee, and reading books, now I just go to the Amazon website and I used to buy books and now I have about I don't know 150 books that I carry around with me in, on my smartphone or, or tablet and so I'm always always reading and it's it's amazing what you find out when you read about other people's lives right and there's been a, a couple of books if I could please yeah just share with yes, you share that, away. that have made a difference in these two books I read when I was in my 20s and I had a different reason why I read it and one was a guy by the name of Og Mandino and he wrote the uh, the book of, of the greatest salesman in the world and I read it because I wanted to become the greatest salesman in the world and then another guy Napoleon Hill wrote a book called Think and Grow Rich and in your 20s you want to think and grow rich and I read them and, and they helped but I've reread them now over the last mm-hmm. eight, nine years and reading it with a different purpose on how can I uh, become a better salesman in whatever it is in life I'm doing and how can I grow rich not just materially but in all the areas of life. And, and it's crazy because what happens is specifically with the uh, the book by Og Mandino, you know, he, he great little story, but the ten laws, if you apply them, first one being is the the law of habits right and we are all slaves to habits you're either a slave to a good habit or a bad habit there's there's really no in no between. in between and the only way you ever can replace a bad habit is to replace it with a good one so that's the laws you you read the laws and after a while you work hard on your habits to where then the habits are working for you rather than you having to work work on them right 
And then I read that book again by uh, Napoleon Hill with Think and Grow Rich and a, a predecessor book called The 17 Laws of Success. And it's amazing. If you haven't heard about Napoleon Hill, he was a young man in his mid-20s, and he was writing books and writing articles. And he met a guy named Andrew Carnegie, richest man in the world. And Andrew Carnegie made a proposition, and he had he didn't know it at the time, but he had only 60 seconds to make a decision. And that decision was, you know, Napoleon, I'm going to give you my business card, and I'm going to ask you for the next 20 years to work for nothing other than having my name and I, it'll give you access to the world's greatest successful man because no one has ever put into a document what the keys of success are and so he took that challenge and within 39 seconds he said I'll do it if he had taken more than 60 Mr. Carnegie was ready to just take the <laughs> offer away so he was 21 seconds from really losing it all but he became friends with folks like Andrew Carnegie Mr. Henry Ford uh, Mr. Edison, you know, big names, Mr. Goodyear, Mr. Woolworth, uh, Mr. Charles Schwab, all the presidents of the United States during that time. And after those 20 years, he put together these books that just have changed the world altogether, right? So there's stories after stories that as you read about people's lives, and you, you, you mentioned Napoleon Hill, Augmandino, Dr. Conwell back in the 1800s who started Temple University and Temple Baptist with the 57 cent story that probably won't have time to share here but you look at where temple university is now in philadelphia and what temple baptist did and how he founded and started the beginning of uh, going to school after work and on the weekends and at nights he founded that back in the 1800s just because he wanted to help other people just just amazing but you, you you'll never know it until you take the time to read it and then you say well how can i apply that uh, in my life yep. so um, and right now, I'll just say the, the the one thing that's really tying me up and really messing with my mind is the book called The One Thing. And the whole notion behind it is asking yourself, what's the one thing that I can do in whatever area of life you're talking about, uh, such by doing it, everything else becomes easier or unnecessary. So if you ask yourself, what's the one thing you can do as a sales leader to make my team become successful know what that one thing is and it's not reports and it's not staring at a screen you have to define what it is and until you do that everything else is a distraction and you may lose some relationships along the way or you may get a lot of clutter on your desk but if you're focusing on the one thing everything else either becomes unnecessary or just becomes easier because of that and so th th those are just a few of the things that are books I'm reading and would strongly encourage folks to uh, to, to read. Most definitely. All, all those right there raise your lid. You know, that's, that's where you're raising mm -hmm. your leadership lid, yep. right? Which, yeah, and, and yet yeah, the thing that really, the genesis of it all was John Maxwell's book, The 21, Law, 21 Irrefutable Laws of, of Leadership. And if you think you're leading and no one is following, you're just taking a walk, right? <laughs> And, and, and I, I, many times I look back and see, are people following? And if they're not, then I need to look in the mirror and say, how do I, what do I have to change? Not how do I change them? How do I change myself so that they want to follow? Yeah, becoming a person of influence. Yes. Uh -huh. Right. Well, so in the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, right. tell me a little bit about what you got. Well, well, what I did is I, I read the book, and then I read it again, and then I got the videotapes, and I was leading a team at a previous job. 
and I found people who wanted to grow in their in their careers, and so I challenged them to read the books, listen to the uh, VCRs, which tells you how far back we go, VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they applied it, and they have uh, learned and grown and have become successful because of that one seed that was planted. And there, there were other things, but that helped them to begin to think about how can I change inside before I start to change the world around me. And so realizing that you can apply it at work um, we taught those same principles my wife and I did at the church we were attending because those same laws apply to kids church to being a deacon and trying to get people to follow you not trying but having people want to follow you because if they don't want to follow you you're going to be the only one turning the lights on you're going to be the one having a class of 100 kids because no one wants to volunteer but if you show them Mm -hmm the principles of leadership and the law of influence that they can have on generations to come all of a sudden it's not a burden it's it's a passion and then you you change everything yeah that's very very good and Mm -hmm. and uh, the neat thing is what i do some of the lunch and learns uh the the law of the lid is your leadership lid right and and we're stuck in saying my my department or my sales or my business is not growing well you know you reach the lid and so in order to raise that lid is it's self-improvement knowledge and allow you to raise your lid and then we we do uh, the law of influences we all lead somebody we lead ourselves first we lead others and we lead leaders and Mm -hmm. and it's a law influence of how it does occur and how it works within building a team and just trust the process it takes time what you do in your reading and what you do can you imagine if you read just say um one book a month that's 50 books i mean i'm sorry one one book let's just say one book a, a week yep and and uh, you, you got a hundred in there in your in your uh, in your iPad. Yep. If you read fifty of them, man, you would have grown fifty percent in 2016, which is amazing. Yeah, and and most of the what you read, depending on what you read, right? But the stuff I like to read is self development or leadership, and so most folks are sharing with you their mistakes that they made over the years and con- condensed it into a couple hundred pages that can allow you to avoid those mistakes but you'll never or you reduce the chance of avoiding them if you never read mm-hmm. yeah. others who are willing to share yeah. share those things yeah wow that's good so tell us more about you tell tell us more about where, how in your uh, with time warner how long you've been with time warner yeah I, i've been with time warner just turned three years mm-hmm. uh, sales leader and i lead a team of uh, of individuals who serve the small to mid-size okay. market here in san antonio and I, what I wanted to do differently was to change the way they thought of the customers that they're talking to. And I think we talked a little bit about for the for the the radio um, session started is is understanding the mind of the entrepreneur, so that when you go and talk to someone, because Time Warner Cable Business Class, we sell Since, internet, yeah. we sell phone lines, and we sell video or TV for education or entertainment for the the clients that are there for the, for the employees and if you're not careful that's a commodity well you can buy internet or phones or tv from a lot of folks but if you take the time to know what's going on in the mind of the entrepreneur mm-hmm. of the owner then you approach them much differently and because of that we have uh, i've been able to influence through the law of influence time warner cable to sponsor us with an association called EO or entrepreneurial organization it's an international group and in San Antonio 100 business owners that meet to challenge each other 
we influenced Time Warner Cable to invest in NABO, or the National Association of Women Business Owners, mm -hmm. right? Engage with the chamber to be involved with business owners who are ribbon cutting. And after a while, you start to become like them. And so now I'm in not an entrepreneur, but I'm an intrapreneur mm -hmm. inside Time Warner Cable. And I says, I can, I can really create a culture within the confines of the processes that have been defined for Time Warner Cable and begin to be that little grain of sand that starts to irritate and change things and, and hanging out with, with business owners, you know, hanging out with you and, and others like yourself and understand what, are they going to make payroll? You know, are they going to be able to um, keep the lights on? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a book by uh, Mr. Gerber called The E-Myth. And when you meet someone who's been in business for 10 years, do you realize that there were 96 others who started at the same time that did not achieve to maintain their business and, their, and mm -hmm. the door open. And so how, how do you treat someone with that kind of respect and recognize what they're doing? So all those things I would have never even brought up in this conversation if I hadn't have invested and hung around other people who could help me and teach me about entrepreneurship. Yeah. Wow. wow, that's good. You know, you, you, um, you're putting some good things in, as an entrepreneur. We want to hear those things. When you're talking to us about your Time Warner, mm -hmm. your, your products, and you're able to relate and talk to us in our world, Absolutely. that definitely um, makes us listen. Mm -hmm. because, yeah. Right? It makes us listen because you're, you're, you're now ingrained in what we're going through. Well, and, and in the world of the businesses we're in, that little example that I gave you sitting in front of the dry cleaner, I did all that because technology, technology allowed me to do that. And if you're not careful, uh, technology is going to cause other competitors to come in and provide the same type of service or modify it a bit better, faster, cheaper. And you're left going, well, I thought we were the king of the hill. And so you always have to be cognizant of what changes are going on and be willing to learn so you're either a master of something or you are a, uh, a little grasshopper growing along the way to become a master at the next level. It, it, it's a never-ending, continuous growth that you have to apply to yourself and then surround yourself with people that uh, have the same, same mindset. You bet. Well, Rick, listen, thanks for your um, sharing all your things you're doing in reference to personal development as sure. well as as well as just your story and what you do to make yourself a true professional. You're, you're sharpening your saw, like Stephen Covey says, right? Absolutely. And you are the saw. Absolutely. And, and you're getting sharp. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's yes. been a privilege being here. It's an, it's an honor and look forward to being able to help and serve in any way I can. Well, how about some contact information if anybody's interested in working with you? Sure. Rick Garza, a sales leader here in San Antonio, and I can be reached at my office, rings the office and sell at 210-582-9597 or via email at rick.garza at twcable.com. And maybe even an easier way might be on LinkedIn. You can uh, search for me, Rick Garza, and you'll see me, and I'll connect with you. But it's it's a privilege. Thank I'm you looking at your picture. You look gorgeous. You look like a pro. Wow. All right. Well. <laughs> All right. Let me let me wrap up. We got about four or five minutes. I want to wrap up strong because we want to we want to we're March the fourth right now. Yes. We've already gone through January and February, Rick. First, the first quarter is almost over, and we wanted, we, we wanted to have a fast start and finish strong. 
right? So we want to finish strong as far as our first quarter because that gives us momentum going into the second half. And, and so and that is just understanding what are your numbers. So a clear dream does not become clear without effort. you got to have effort. Do it afraid. It's okay. Do it afraid. We all, we're human beings. You know, we, we, we don't have the courage until we want to have the courage, which is with action. Uh, it's not getting, if it's not getting clear, you may have borrowed somebody else's dream. You, you may have borrowed somebody else's dream. Your dream is your dream. Very true. You should be able to see it. You should be able to feel it. Do not wait for clarity to get started. You know, that's a sailboat mentality. You know, don't have to wait for clarity. You don't have to know everything. Just just go move on and what your vision is, what your dream is, is trust the process because it's going to take time. But you get clarity as you go. Mm-hmm. You get clarity as you go. And that vision will become clear and clear and clear once you get to the end. But it's never, never clear when you first start. But you got but you have an idea where you're going. That's the roadmap. You know, that that's what you're wanting to do because that's where you're moving towards as far as your actions. All right, I'm hoping that what we talked today about and put your dreams to the test has helped you to take important steps towards your dream and making it a reality. You see, we live you know, you see we live into our dream. You know, if you play with a plan, a play with a plan is 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 working towards something. That's the plan. You, otherwise, you're going by osmosis. Rita, we're going by osmosis. That's not a good plan. We don't want to have somebody else have a plan for us because we want to have a plan, whatever it may be, whatever it be employer or employee mindset. We do want to have a plan how we achieve our numbers. And uh, so have some clarity in what we're doing. Have direction of where we're going and have that plan laid out. But remember, don't have to be glued to the plan. Things do change. We talked about, right? Marketplace changes. Things change. We just need to have a plan. Don't need to be glued to it, but have a plan and understand is you can't make revisions and changes as we go on our plan. So we're going to finish up first quarter strong. All right, some capacity questions. Here's some things I want to add. This is not in the book and put your dreams to the test. We lead somebody. It, we are influence. We, we have an influence factor that we lead somebody. Leaders lead. Leaders lead by what we say and what we do. We have a, do you have a capacity to grow? Do you have the capacity to grow? If not, you stay the same. Yeah. You can't get better if you're not learning something. We, we, we've got to read. You know, we've got to be around good mentoring. We've got to have a good sit, center of influence of people who are going to help us to go where we need to go. That's critical in what we do. Our attitude is the passion for development to get better, sharpen the saw. Chemistry. Chemistry is important. It's fun to work with that person, you know, in our team. Mm-hmm. You know, in that team is are they fun to work with? Not, not meaning is, is it all fun, meaning just are they fun to work with? We're building the culture because culture eats vision for lunch. If you think about it, culture eats vision for lunch. Yeah. If the culture is not right, it doesn't matter what your vision is. You're not going there. Number five, passion factor. Are they motivated? The passion, are they motivated? Because if they're not motivated, you got to make some decisions on the team. Are they grounded? Can you trust them? That's number six. Number seven is the value fa- factor. Do they have the same like values of what you have? Number eight, team. Will they make a good teammate? Will they make a good teammate? Number nine, support factor. Will they complement your vision? 
you know, you have strengths and weaknesses. You have we all have weaknesses and we have strengths, right? In our team, we want to have some to support our weaknesses. Number ten, create a factor of possibilities out of impossibilities. Number eleven, can they give me options? Can that teammate give me options that I don't have right now? And number twelve is that ten percent factor. We're at ninety percent. I need a hundred percent effort. That last part is will they finish? Yeah. Do they want to finish? Are they going to stop and say, no, we can't finish? We just need 10% more, and we'll be at 100%. And sometimes we quit right at the end, like you were mentioning earlier, because we just lost that confidence. Is That's more just the perseverance, the stubbornness to be able to one, to move forward. I know that within a business, you know, got things going on. Is we got to make our numbers. Like you said about payroll, got to make it every Friday. All right, so... Hopefully you saw what we've had is helping you put your dreams to the test, inspired you to be able to finish strong this quarter and play with a plan and finish strong. Yes. All right, Rita. This We just wrapped up number 15, right? Yes, and of course, you know, some great information. Um, we, we really can't do any of the show without this great knowledge of what Gilbert has. And, you know, just to make it clear, this is just tidbits, y'all. Until you sit down with him... He can really help take your business to the next level. And and just like um, Rick was saying, Gilbert was saying, reading books is key. It is very important that you make that time to sit down. And and I love that, like you said, you have it all in your iPad and get 150 books and (laughs) get it in there and make that time for yourself. And if you don't have a calendar if you do not have somewhere where you put this where it's clear where you can see you will not get it done put it in your calendar and make sure that calendar is matching your actions to where you're generating income because again your calendar can be full of things that you're doing and running around like a chicken with your head cut off and not bringing in finances and you know funding for your organization or for your family then again, it's like you're saying, then you're really just doing it all for, and that's not for nothing because you, even for myself, I have the love and passion for the community, but I had to get smart. I had to really get smart. So I thank you, Gilbert, for being a huge part of that in my life. Thank you so much. Awesome. Pleasure today. Yes. Next week, um, we have a, a guest, just real quick. I know we're at the end, is we'll have uh, the COO of uh, the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, Luis Rodriguez, and he'll probably bring some other people with him. Nice. It'll be talking about a little bit about the Chamber does and what it does for business owners as well. So, uh, Rick, once again. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thanks so much for being here. Your your wisdom, your information, your your stuff that you do is uh, the people that follow you and work with you. Or they're so they're so lucky to have you around. And Time Warner as well is lucky to have and what you bring to the table to help that business. I'm also a Time Warner customer. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you so much. It's an honor to serve. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you guys. Well, Gilbert, again, thank you so much for the radio show. We want to thank everybody. Get inspired. Be inspired. Stay inspired. Hi, this is Rita Hernandez. Inspiration for Life Radio, TV, and Web is a community-based station serving the city of San Antonio with a focus on helping to change and save lives. If you feel led to sponsor Inspiration for Life Radio and to support our mission, vision, and purpose, simply email us at sponsor at inspiration4 with the number 4, life.org. Once again, that's sponsor at inspiration4life.org. 
Thank you for your consideration and supporting Inspiration for Life Radio, TV, and Web. Once again, this is Rita Hernandez reminding you to get inspired, be inspired, stay inspired. 